Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast where lifelong Lions fans, UJ, Rudd Dog, Bob, Connor. talk about your favorite team, the Detroit Lions. Where victory isn't just talked about, it's earned. One pride. Let's get this podcast rolling. Welcome back, Kool-Aid drinkers. A big victory for the Lions over the hated Packers. Isn't it beautiful? It's a beautiful thing. Oh, yes. The Lions with a beautiful 31-23 victory. And can we just give a big shout-out to Mason Crosby as well? I just want to give him a big round of applause <laughs> in this game. Play the game. Yay. Our hero. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, now, people out there are saying that the Lions maybe wouldn't have won this game even uh, if Mason Crosby had made some of his field goals, but I disagree. The Lions handled this team very soundly in this game. So I just want to start this with a good field goal roundup, a little yeehaw, a little roundup. Uh, let's just go around. I want to give everybody's uh, kind of just quick little takes on how they're feeling after this game. So we'll start with uh, Rudd Dog. We'll start with you today, man. Ooh, I get the number one spot. All right. Well, yeah, it's hard, so not to tell, feel, baby. hard not to feel good about taking down the pack, baby. Uh, FTP, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the offense was almost perfect in the red zone, if not perfect. If I'm not, they were they were spot on getting the ball in the end zone. Gotta love that. You know, even Jim Bob Cooter gets some credit in this game. I'll give it to him. Um, <laughs> uh, love love to see the defense getting after Aaron Rodgers. You got it's impressive what our secondary is doing. When Aaron Rodgers isn't finding open receivers, you know you're doing something right. So love the win. Who cares about how we got there? I think like you said, we owned it, but uh, hey, thanks, thanks, Crosby. All right, <laughs> all right, Bob. Bob. Uh, yes, it was a great game. Uh, Connor and I were actually at the game. It was quite quite the atmosphere nice. down there. It's a beautiful oh, thing. Yeah. Slammed down my Mercury Burger with tater tots at halftime, which is delicious Ooh. as always. But but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a great game. I mean, um, they. They handled them very well, and uh, I agree with you about the, the field goals. That was a factor, but really that Lions had them the whole game. And uh, it was a pretty one-sided affair. I never really doubted that they would win that game. And then this is where you see it's kind of a reverse of the normal Lions. The people who criticize Stafford as being uh, Pat Stafford, Pad Stafford, you know, like uh, getting all those empty yards. That was a lot of uh, Rodgers uh, yards. Just empty yards, but oh yeah, absolutely. Anyway. Yeah, right. UJ. So, yeah, it was a great win, man. Like like Bob said, anytime you beat the Packers, it's awesome. And uh, I think overall they did control the game despite uh, the missed field goals and such. Uh, I think they would have won the game anyway. Uh, defense actually rose to the occasion when they had to. Made a couple of really nice plays on on 
Rodgers, uh, a couple fumbles. So, yeah, it was really nice. Uh, I thought Jim Bob, uh, I can't give him too much credit here. I still think the offense totally lacks imagination. But uh, <laughs> but, the, but they did execute well, and they scored in the red zone, which is amazing. It's really nice to see. And uh, it, was, it was overall just a good win, especially going into the bye. I think this gives the boys a little confidence. And, uh, you know, hopefully these guys heal up. <laughs> and uh, when we come back from the bye, I think we're going to ready to rock and roll, baby. It was a good, yeah. it was a good win. Good win. And you mentioned two things there, the fumbles and the red zone. The Lions four for four in red zone efficiency in this game. So four times in the red zone, four touchdowns. Granted, they did take, kick one field goal from the 21-yard line. So um, they were one, side, one yard outside the red zone, and it doesn't factor in those stats. And then they also won the penalty battle as well. They had eight penalties for 71 yards. The Packers had 12 for 112 yards. But, Connor, let's get your thoughts. Well, I'd just like to say – my last two Lions games were against the Packers. Zach with you last year at Monday night. And then this in year. Lambeau. In Lambeau. At Lambeau. And then this year, this game with my dad. Um, both wins, so I, I, I think I'm good luck. Um, <laughs> the thing everyone said after last year's Packers game was, oh, you can't beat us with Rodgers. It doesn't matter, like, if we have our backup in there. And then we went in this week and we showed them how it's done. I know the second half defense was a little sloppy, but, hey, first half shutout, like, I – even with the missed field goals, like, that's impressive. And we've had two really impressive wins this season, so I'd really like to see us build off it going into the yes. bye. Yeah, absolutely. I first want to give a shout-out to everybody. Everybody on this podcast predicted the Lions' victory. Oh, so really? Did know, Everyone uh, did? Yeah. Everybody wow. Did. That's awesome. I want to give a shout-out to UJ. You predicted a 24-7 to score at halftime. It was 24 nothing. So I think mm. you gave the Packers too much credit. Um, but you predicted 31 points to the Lions and I believe 13 points for the Packers yeah. and I had a 31-23 score so I was really close I'm a little mad about that one I didn't foresee Mason Crosby missing that extra point and the other field goal but I did <laughs> foresee the other three missed field goal I know at one point it was 31-14 when they missed that uh, extra point oh like, yeah oh, this is it I got the prediction right but then, uh, they had to play more football there. <laughs> hey, I just want to say one thing about the missed field goals, though. Uh, I thought it was pretty classy at the end when they let him kick the field goal and he made it. And, uh, you know, the whole team, uh, you know, went up to him, congratulated him, pat him on the head. Just, you know, like it was pretty classy, I thought, when, yeah, cause when they did that. I, so I had to shout out to the Packers for uh, – it's pretty classy. Pretty classy the way they handled that. So uh, What, what is this, the, Packers chat? Yeah, what is this? <laughs> No, I just did. I just thought it was, I just had to say that. I mean, you know. You could make the very, argument they only did that because that was the only way they could possibly get the ball back to win the game. So That's what Mike McCarthy said. Mike that's, McCarthy said yeah, it, yeah, was, uh, it was that's the cynic to get the onside kick and then throw a Hail Mary, which actually kind of makes sense. Yeah. That's yeah. the cynical thing. Also, but I agree Mason Crosby is so – like, if he didn't have the career he's had to this point, he would he would have been that guy that got dropped off the bus halfway home to go oh, yeah, another that's true. team. <laughs> that's true. He, yeah, he, he's lucky he's had his career up to this point. But oh, yeah. like yeah, like when the Lions wanted to kill Eddie. Can you imagine in that like, if this had happened going, a crater? Oh gosh, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I just um, I'm really. Ex- this game was just very exciting to watch, especially the first half. Um, the Lions actually caught a break from the refs. I'm, I'm not sure if that. I've watched that replay a thousand times, and I still don't know if it hit our guy's hand or. The I know. The I don't know how player. they. I don't know how they did call that. Honestly, God, I, I'm like you. I'm like you, Zach. I, I didn't, didn't see it either, but whatever. 
Don't look at gift horse in the mouth. Exactly. Just... I don't know. They they looked at it though. Ooh, no, I can't. Replay, I, so I'm saying like, I can't uh... tell. I've watched it a hundred times, I think, and I still can't tell who it hit. And the fact that they called it in the Lions' favor in the field is just incredible to me, based on our history with the referees. Um, yeah. But I love the Lions scoring in the red zone for once. Uh, the Lions are so Jekyll and Hyde, it's unbelievable in the red zone these days. Yeah. Um, one week they're going over four, the next they're going four for four. So it's pretty crazy in that regard. Um, I'm, I'm just wondering, do the Packers fans, when when they lose like this, do, does that cheese on their head start to mold really fast in the middle of the game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a very annoying old woman that sat next to me and my girlfriend at the game. And the whole game, she's like, yeah, Rogers, you're so much better than Stafford. Like, you're going to get this. And then towards the end of the game, the Lions put it away. She's like, I'm just going to the bathroom. I'm not quitting. And then she storms up to the top. And then I see her and she calls her kids up. And then she goes away and doesn't come back. So, <laughs> Howard, I gave her the Queen's wave on the way out. <laughs> That's my yeah. rant about Packers fans for the day. I, I like it. No, I like it. I like it. And I think I proposed this. Uh, we were, I, I think I texted this the other day. Just like going forward, if somebody misses something or uh, like someone throws you your keys and you drop them, like, oh, I'm Mason Crosby or something like that. But. Yeah, Mason Crosby and missing should be synonymous going forward. We'll, we'll just, yeah. it'll, it'll be a good reminder for Packers fans, especially. Zach, you told me Mason Crosby that delivery of this idea. Oh, all right. Uh, all right. Uh, JK, JK. Fair enough, fair enough. But I want to talk about um, a couple of players that really stood out to me in this game. Um, at first, and – Give a lot of credit to Bob Quinn here so far with what he was able to pull off. A lot of people question trading up, trading a third-round pick next year for a fourth-round pick this year. That doesn't usually – that logic usually does not work out. But he saw something in Deshaun Hand, and so far Deshaun Hand has really showed up in his this NFL career thus far. Stud. Oh, yeah. He is yeah. a stud. He is. He took a chance on a, a top-notch athlete. That's what he did. I mean, the guy's numbers – are exceptional for his size and weight to be able to move like he does. Yeah, so he was the number one recruit out of the entire nation going to Alabama, and then he never really panned out. He had he uh, had underwhelming stats and big play numbers, but nothing like we've seen so far with the Lions. So big kudos to the Lions scouting department and Bob absolutely. Quinn. Well, I guess Plus that's partly Alabama's scheme, though. Bama's scheme doesn't exactly let the, their D linemen get after it the same way because they're meant to more like gap control and things like that. We're we're just letting them loose. It seems I love it. Actually, yeah, yeah. Actually, this whole draft this year looks like it's turning out to be a pretty good draft for the Lions. You know, yep. top to bottom. So, True. yeah, got to give Quinn credit. Because that's, that's what they've, they've needed uh, some some uh, playmakers, and he's doing it. He's uh, that's two fumbles he's forced in a row, right? Was it? Was that last week the Cowboys? Yeah, yeah. yeah Rogers had no this, idea that. Was or he forced it at the end of the game. He didn't. He couldn't recover it. Right. Right. Yeah. But this one, this time he got it too. So that was nice. That was awesome. Um, I also want to give a shout out to. I mean, Patricia. Every week it seems like we're getting a, like a lot of good, um, 
reads from our defensive back. And I think that has a lot to do with coaching, being able to have those type of coverage sacks that allows our defensive line to get to the quarterback as well. Yeah. So I, I, I think a lot of that has to do with coaching. Yeah, I agree. It's amazing how many times you do it. And it's not like all the time, but, man, it seems like key times, these coverage sacks, man, they just it, – it's really nice. Beautiful. Yeah. And it still seems like yeah. uh, Kennard's good for, like, one good bull rush uh, quick sack every game this year so far. <laughs> yeah. How about O'Quara, too? They picked this guy. I've known every – you know. And he's oh, yeah. just really he's, been playing good. That was the, the Patriot-like move, picking him up right when the Giants let him go. And then he's been contributing. Oh, yeah. I mean, more than yeah. contributing. I think he's been doing a really fine yeah. job, actually. Yeah, his little brother is tearing it up at Notre Dame. Got thrown out on a BS call last week. Yeah. Yeah, he looks good, too. He looks real good. Maybe we grab both. Have the Aquara brothers go Notre Dame, baby. <laughs> you know we do have a high, a large Notre go. Dame influence on our team. You know, and I think that's part we of the do. reason our team is so good. Oh, okay. No, that's undoubtful. Undoubtful. That's probably where the three yeah. come from. <laughs> we, <laughs> we need more Michigan players. Huh? Yeah, right. That's we don't want to get worse. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we know St. Rita players are good. Does Kenny? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's where I wanted to get to next. Kenny Galladay, the third round pick from NIU, is just absolutely exploding on the scene this year. You guys were in the stadium, uh, Bob and Connor. So uh, you were able to listen to the broadcast. But um, the 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 announcer during the game called him Holla Galladay. And then Terry oh, really? Bradshaw at halftime oh. called him Galloway. Yeah. So nobody is pronouncing his name right, but they will be announcing it right very soon. This guy is just absolutely oh, yeah. dominating out that, there. That, that catch and run he made, man, was ridiculous. And the stiff arm. He went up the for the bar. The stiff arm was <laughs> the amazing. Arm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Out of my he way. Had, he just had a couple more yards to go for the touchdown there. But that's all right. We scored anyways. Why don't we throw to him in yeah. the red zone? I don't think they've even tried yet to throw to him in the end zone. Like him. He, he had a touchdown last in this week. game in the red zone. Or this week, yeah. 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 I don't know. Him and Marvin Jones scored on almost the exact same play, actually, in this game. Uh, throw, he did, like, yeah. Well, yeah, seam. that's true. Did anyone but, else go, no, hold on to the ball when he catches it and instantly throws it away? Like, come on. Yeah, I thought Don about that. Johnson was on your team. I briefly you thought about better. it. Uh-oh. This well, was a little like, different than that, yeah. but yeah, I, I didn't think there's much doubt about that one. That was pretty, oh, you, pretty uh... Hey, I've known better. <laughs> I remember when Kelvin had that play. I sat there and said, "No, no, we're good. There's, there's no way they overturn this one." And then I kicked <laughs> over the table at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> wasn't allowed back in. That was oh, that play uh, gives me nightmares thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the Galladay um, comparisons to Calvin Johnson? I'm starting to see those thrown out. Oh, I, I think a little premature. I don't think he's. No, bad. I mean he's got the speed. He's got the hands. The height. He probably won't have the same career. Yeah. But I, I don't think he's a... as freaky as Calvin. But he's not far off. I mean, no. yeah, the, they're different style. You know, a bit. You know, I think Galladay's actually a little tougher runner. I mean, he's. I mean, Calvin was huge. I think Galladay's but, more uh, sure-handed. I agree with you there, actually. Well, I'm not ready to say I can that name yet. at least four plays where Calvin Johnson lost the game or – Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm Seattle, not Seattle, Seattle on the, the one-yard line. No. Seattle, Calvin, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Calvin dropped some clutch passes throughout his career, no doubt, but he caught way more than he ever dropped. And Galladay's oh, yeah. dropped a few to be in early on in his career. It's so early. I'm – I'm not ready to start oh, giving him early. the sure-handed, better <laughs> hands than Calvin. But uh, 
Well, I think some things I notice is that he's got a little quicker get up and go because he's not quite as big as Calvin. Calvin's top end speed was was elite, but uh, you know it's just hard to move like a DN frame really quickly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it's it's just a few inches and a few se- uh, fractions of a second that separates the two though, and I really like what I see about Galladay going forward. You guys oh, yeah. got all the tools. Yeah, he got in my fantasy win this week. So All right. Nice. Well, there you go. That's good. And then um, another thing on the receivers, it seems like the the Stafford um, Marvin Jones thing is still a little off. I mean, they've had yeah. some success this year, but now Marvin Jones, it's either Stafford overthrows him or he drops one. What and he, and he yeah. dropped one this week. I don't in know fairness, what it is. Yeah. He, he had a deep pass to him in this game that was called back due to a holding or yeah. a face mask penalty. But at least by, that's true. At least finally, they went deep no. a couple times, which is good to see. You know, yeah, and they had some success. Yeah, and the Stafford's Lions had two still... callback actually: the Galladay one and the Barbin Jones one. Right. So... He's still not putting air under him, though. That's I question Stafford on those long ones. You know, he should be putting a little more air under him, dropping him in. The guy run to it. Well, but he's he's still trying to throw line drives right to the guy. Yeah. Well, this one hit him in the hands. I don't know. There was no. Oh yeah, that excuse. one. Yeah. But uh, they're they're close. Yeah, though. you can't. It's definitely not on Stafford when he drops it like that, but yeah, I see what you're saying. But you saw what was it the one down the who was that too? That was Marvin right down the right sideline where he, he threw it up and he actually put a little too much air under it and he had to kinda of make a falling catch. Yeah. Instead of uh being able to run with it. Stafford is just he still hasn't quite gotten into the groove that he was in last year where he was just dropping dimes deep and letting his guys run with it after the catch. Uh I was hoping that, you know, another year of working on that technique in the offseason would have sunk it into his muscles more, but uh, he's in a little, little trouble with it. Luckily, it's not too much. He's still making some great throws. but I think they're improving little... on that, though. I think they're getting better as the season he, goes. He, so. He's settling in. I agree. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And he'll be fine. Actually, Stafford's yeah. quietly having a good, really good season stat-wise and everything. I mean, his rating, I think, is 101 or something like that. So he's the, yeah, besides that first game, he's been pretty solid. Yeah. His completion percentage is up. His touchdowns to interceptions are good. Yep. He's the GOAT. Making good plays. He's managing <laughs> the game well, too, I think. Managing a lot of drives really yeah, well. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And the, and the stats are a little thwarted in this game. He was 14 of 26 for 183 yards, two touchdowns. But the key stat is no picks. And he did have a 101.9 right. rating in this game. And he's doing it despite Jim Bob Cooter's play calling. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we'll get, yeah. To, we'll get to that in yeah. one moment. But uh, <laughs> I just want to mention that Carrion Johnson, another just great game. 12 yes. carries, 70 yards, averaging six yards a carry. Um, and Yeah. I still want to see him get more carries. For well, he got banged up this time. It was it was really um nice to see in this game, though, the – the effectiveness of and why we have Garrett Blunt. Um, there was a lot of third yeah, and ones we converted, he... and we converted twice on the goal line for two touchdown runs for him as well. Yeah, they're finally using Blunt the way I envisioned when Agreed. they got him. Yeah, yeah. that's you're, what they're going to do. Right. So it's nice. I just yeah, love he, it. He, the, the difference between last year and this year so far, we've seen at least with the Lions' running game, is that it's third and one. You know what's coming, and we still get the third and one conversion, and that's that was missing last year. For, absolutely. absolutely. And no, that's Bunt's job. I mean, yeah. I think when we're it's not third down or fourth down, sure we uh, carry on should be the guy out there. But on that short stuff, yeah, well, that's what Blunt's hired to do, and I think he's uh, he's starting to look pretty good. 
He looked a little timid, think... timid in the beginning of the season. So but I think he's looking oh, pretty yeah. good now. Do you guys think maybe? So you're saying Jim Bob dialed up some nice ones there for the short yardage, right? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> well, did you see the block? Like Tate lit late in the Oh, nice yeah. Block. I mean, those, the receivers were actually blocking. Tate good. had one, and Marvin Jones had a nice block. Yeah. I mean, I mean, actually leading up into the line, it, it's just incredible. They're taking on linebackers and linemen. I mean, these receivers. And all they're doing is a little seal job, you know, stuff, but they're doing a really good job of it. I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. Jim Bob Cooter calls a good play here and there. And even sometimes in a game like this, more often than not, it's a, it's not a, a, a here single play thing or like a series of plays. It's sort of a, a game wide view that where you see he just sort of falls off for stretches of games where he can't get his offense going with play calls and they become predictable. Well, but, you uh, know, even even a blind well, acorn did... finds a squirrel once in a while. <laughs> you know, I just love all these. <laughs> they did have a nice uh... Jack is is. It's throwing the baby out yeah. with the bathwater an actual phrase? Of course it is. <laughs> you sure it is. Oh, okay. yeah, that that is, that's a that phrase. That is a phrase, yeah. That's a new one yeah. to me. That's a new one to me. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. Well, that's me. Uh, hey, Connor, we were talking about in that uh, – because you, you've been skeptical of Jim Bob. Yes. You did tip your hat to him on the would, third down yes. conversion. I would love to take the floor for just a second. Wait, Connor. <laughs> so on the... yeah, go ahead. I'll let you go. <laughs> I see Connor on the floor. I just wanted. There were about two minutes yep. left, and uh, it was third and eleven. And I'm like, oh, you know what? You run the, you run the, you run the play. They get a yard, whatever. You get the clock down to 120. You give the ball back, and they threw the ball. And I was like, this is crazy because if they miss, you know, there's still two minutes on the clock. But he made it, and I'd like to apologize, to Jim Bob. I'd like to say that, you know, I've been hard on him, but. The numbers back him up that he's putting up a lot of points and he's doing what past offensive coordinators couldn't do. Maybe it's not creative, but it gets results. It's like the Alex Smith of play calling. It's not flashy, but it gets the job done. So I'd like to apologize to Jim Bob. Even though I still have some problems with him, I think I've been too hard. And I like that comparison, Connor. Um, And you had kind of – you mentioned in the text thread on Sunday – is how can we spin Jim Bob Cooter is the worst this week. And I actually love that. <laughs> yes, how can you do it? You know what? I apologize for yeah. nothing. Yeah. Here's I, I can thing. tell you something. I think my problem with Jim Bob is sort of the same problem I had with Caldwell. We didn't fire Caldwell because he was incredibly ineffective. We fired Caldwell because he didn't have what it takes to take this team to the next level and let them reach their potential. And that's where I think Cal- – uh, Jim Bob fits. I don't think he's getting the most out of this offense. Is he running it into the ground like Lombardi? No, he's way better Lombardi for what that's worth. But I just don't think he's going to get the most out of this yeah. offense. And, yeah. and maybe that's enough to get us wins in the short term, but I just don't see it working Wait, out. So, well, Jackie, so run down. Yes. Let me throw out something to you since you throw made that out, point. Big Z. So, and this is a common thing at work um, that we talk about, I guess, in the, in the corporate world. Um, we hear your complaints, but what is your solution? Who would you hire that would, would that would be better than Jim Bob Cooter that is readily available on the market to do this job? Me. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I, I hire uh, UJ. <laughs> I think yeah. he's got the killer instinct. No, I mean, I'm not – okay, you're right. I don't have the solution in this case. But, I mean, 
it's also not my job to scout the, the coaching market. I just think Jim Bob Cooter is not. And, you know, I'll even say, fine, I don't have the solution. I'm not the solution guy, and I'll note my lack of uh, hypocrisy or whatever you want to call it in this situation. But can we get the guy who coaches the Rams? Because I think he's getting more out of that offense, and I think we have a better offense than them. How are we going to get him from the Rams? I'm not saying he's readily available. I'm just pointing to him as an example of a guy who I think Gets more out of a less talented offense than we have. I agree. There's saying. just no imagination. They have Todd on this Gurley. Offense. No imagination on this offense. They, they have Todd basic Gurley. Stuff. I mean, everything is basic. <laughs> All their run plays are basic. All their pass plays are basic. Well, we're succeeding because the guys are executing. But I mean, how how often do you see them run a misdirection play or something? You know, just once in a while. I think last week. You know, I don't know. Hey, I. All I right. think you're you're dead wrong on this because uh, when the when the Lions <laughs> win the Super Bowl, it's going to be Jim Bob. That'd be nice. And I hope this is so. happening. So, God, this I is hope happening so. sooner than That's you all think. I'm going to say I'm not. Can I? Yeah. And and Jackie, you're going to have to buy, buy me a Meister Brow or something brows. to celebrate. A Meister Brow. Maybe ten. five Meister <laughs> Brows. <laughs> writing it down. Jeez. A Strohs. <laughs> May I uh, read the stat that inspired this segment? <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. The Lions tweeted yesterday, the Detroit Lions have scored 17-plus points in 14 straight games, which ties a franchise record and is the second-longest active streak in the NFL. My question is, there are obviously other offenses that have a lot of talent, definitely more than one other offense that has a lot of talent. If it's so easy, why aren't more coordinators having this kind of streak? It's not easy. We just have the best quarterback then, and the best wide receiving core, or at least top five, and so they produce. I'll just point this out. My observation is last year you'd get a bunch of dead time throughout the game where the Lions offense would just disappear because we'd run the ball a couple times, and on third down and long we wouldn't be able to complete it or something. And then the end of the game comes, and Stafford finally gets kind of like the shackles broken off, and he goes off for – a couple of un, you know, use, well, uh, meaningless touchdowns, and you're like, why weren't we doing that earlier? That's well, wait. There's other great quarterbacks though that aren't doing this. There's more than one other great quarterback. There's at least six or seven quarterbacks that could be doing this week in and week out, and they're not doing it either. And Connor, I, my counterpoint to you was that um, in general, NFL is scoring. NFL this year up to this point has the most points ever scored, most touchdowns ever scored, and most touchdown passes ever scored in NFL history through five weeks sure. in the NFL. And that would be the counterpoint sure, to your but... argument. Like the fact that it's much easier to score in today's NFL than it has ever been at any point in its history. But then why aren't more teams doing it then? He's saying the Lions have the current longest streak, so they're doing it better than other teams. Wait, what? It's, it's two touchdowns in a game, right? That's the two passing touchdowns? 17 points. Well, 17 I think it's, points. Oh, 17 points, it, regardless of how you score it? Yeah. Well, because they needed the points, they've been chasing from behind a lot too. That's probably part of it. But uh, it's a good stat. Yeah, your stats are great, but you know, come on, the eye test, man, the eye test. Shoot the stats, you know. What the hell with those stats? It's what am I looking at? I'm telling you, when the game's going on and and they start calling plays, sometimes I have to drink a lot more Kool Aid, and it doesn't. It's not as effective. And I'm slamming Kool Aid sometimes. I got. I get it. And then. Besides, <laughs> hey guys, one one thing 
I think they're getting they're to moving. where they want to be, though. Like, like last year, you're talking about how they looked terrible, but you can't just no. pass all the time. I mean, and then they, the defense would be out there getting gassed. You know, what they've been trying to establish a run game, which they're finally getting to do this year. I think it's starting to gel. I would agree thing. with that. Yes, so, and Bob, we'll uh, forward. those two touchdowns call back. The Lions are two um, illegal contact uh, penalties to the face this, from scoring 45 points in this game. Oh, yeah. That was that was horrible. That, so that, that makes up for the phantom like points wasted. that the Packers scored, right? Well, what's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we had a missed field goal and so, a drop. Yeah, that, that beats so. their missed five no. field goals and a missed PAT. Yeah, all the Packers fans are talking about how, oh, if we had made all our field goals and extra points, like, we would have won the game. I'm like, well, then if you're giving them phantom points, you have to get the Lions the field goal. Connor, I'm going to teach you a classic line line right now. If ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Just repeat that line. You don't need to give me that line. You need to give all these Packers fans that line. I'm I'm giving it to you to give to them. You know, it's just a a... (laughs) – All right, I'll – I'll give it to them tomorrow, and I'll let you know what they okay. say. Yeah. <laughs> they probably won't understand it. Yeah. They're Packer fans. Well, yeah, they're really well, dumb. How come? How come? How come? Des Bryant can, can run. Des Bryant runs on the field and takes his helmet off, and that's not a penalty. How do we? Oh, I'm going back to. The <laughs> I still haven't gotten over the damn oh, playoff no. games. Yeah. Years back, we don't need to go back there right now. We, no. we're my PTSD, good good you just you just Sorry. enacted my PTSD for the game. So, the outrage. Yeah, Well, I just want to move. Uh, hey, how do you pick pick up a flag? Yeah, so right, I mean, just some of the results from this game have warranted uh, this as a good time. It always seems like it's a good time for a bye week. And actually, it's it's really fun when the Lions win going into the bye week early in the season because then you're uh, riding that that high of a win for two weeks, and it's phenomenal. And traditionally, the bye it week is. for the Lions is a Lions fan's favorite week because you cannot lose usually. Right. But it's not my favorite it, week. I hate it when there's no game. I hate it too. I hate it. I understand. It's, it's, yeah. It'll help us, I think, you know, healing some guys. I think that's why they didn't play uh, Ziggy because – you know, he's probably okay, but why not give him another extra week? Well, actually, two extra weeks, you know, to heal and come back for the, you know, after the bye. I think he'll be fine. You know, yes. I think I think carry on will be fine. I think some of the guys will heal up pretty good. I hope Agnew comes back. What about Ziggy? He's and not well, coming Agnew back. Is feared to have a torn ACL. Oh, man, that one's a big one. Yeah, it he's is a big one. Defense. He's been getting he's a lot of defense defensive snaps this year as well. So. Oh, yeah. that one hurts. Um, yeah. T. Tabor left this game early, although he wasn't contributing too much. And then Tavon Wilson was out for this game as well, and we'll need him back, especially if Agnew is I want to point yeah. out something. I think just as much as Dar- Jared Davis saved my life and Jim Bob Cooter saved Bob's life, that I think at some point T. Tabor like walked up to Zach and just like spit in his face or something. <laughs> he, he, I think he seems to loathe <laughs> yeah. the guy. He hasn't done anything. He has done almost <laughs> nothing for this defense so far this year. Yeah, but he There's looks a reason good he's doing nothing. The yes. And he's an emergency cornerback. Yeah. I would love to, what is your defense? Do you have anything to prove that yeah, he's anything I, noteworthy on the field? Well, that's a hatred flow through you, Big Z. 
Get into your anger. <laughs> well, I was drinking. I was drinking the blue Kool-Aid. It gives you and it strength. It out of my hand earlier. That guy. <laughs> no, but but Big Z when they drafted Tabor, we were like, why are they drafting him there? And then they haven't shown why yet. <laughs> I'm not sure why he he went as soon as he did. He, they probably yeah. got him in a later round. I don't think. They, yeah, you know, I agree with that. I yeah, still think he's, he's got a chance of being a real good player. He's, he's still not there yet. He's just going to take longer than some other guys developing. Only zone. year two. So He's obviously two. no slay. Sometimes D-backs take a while, you know. I, I think he'll be okay. So uh, my problem with him is I, I think the speed issue is real. That was the number one issue that people had with him. The fact that he was injured coming out of college and that he and his speed was really slow. His 40 time was really slow. He always said that 40 time didn't match up because he was hurt. But so far, everything we've seen from preseason to – notes on training camp i mean i'm not in training camp i can't watch it to the results in the game is that he is an absolute liability when it comes to deep balls and that's why he with his size he's a very effective red zone quarterback but as far as between the 20s i don't want to see him out there right now okay that's fine i can live with that but he's still young that'll improve yeah. with time and understanding you know all, right, all, well, the, we'll all, the, guy, all the guys work when he's hard, on a different you know. team like everyone's got to play when they're called. They do what they got to do, you know. Hey, Zach, is uh, did you get uh, Matty P to come over today? Is Matty he, P? Is he going to be visiting us today in our podcast? Yeah, he'll, he's going to be calling in a few minutes here. All right, cool, uh, cool. He's, okay. just, uh, he's sharpening his pencil right now, so he, he said he'll be calling in a little bit. Cool. That's awesome. <laughs> it's so nice that he does it for us, you know. Matty I P. know it. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, before we get to that, um, do you guys – I guess what do you want to see from the Lions players on a bye week? Like, do you want them – is it good that they take four or five days off? Ooh. One thing I'm going to point out, it was a quote I saw that I really liked, that uh, Jean-Francois, I think that's how you say the guy's name, said he's going to do nothing but watch all his bad plays. I like that these guys – I think these guys got a good attitude. Church is going to have them focusing on details and learning. As far as taking days off, uh, it depends. I mean, if these guys got banged up, then, yeah, you let that body heal up. This is the only time you're going to get before the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it's, a couple of days off is a good thing, I think, for the guys. They, they've been working their butts off and, uh, you know, reward them a little bit. A couple nice wins, you know, against good teams and – uh they should be rewarded a little bit, you know, for their efforts. And uh, he's been working the hell out of them. So, uh, you know, I think it's good. Give him a break. But work the shit out of them when they come back. And, uh, you know, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely earned a few days off. I mean, what, what would sure. you guys do in a bye week? What would Heal you do up. in a bye week if you're an NFL player? Well, first thing, I'd go club and drink and smoke marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, just a little bit, and you know, hopefully, you don't get test tested or whatever. But yeah, well, you know, that supposedly wow. helps with the pain and stuff. You know, it's yeah. like therapeutic and like medical. You know, it helps. Yeah. If if you're uh, Eli yeah. Harold, you change diapers. Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah. They got a new baby. And what do you think about that from so. uh, Matt Patricia and yeah. the Lions letting him uh, pretty much take the, this week off after having some? I love um, it. 
complications with having a baby and then so yeah, he took three fun. days off of practice and then end up getting the game off as well. That's priorities right there. That tells me I can trust that coach. This guy understands what life is about. And, yes, the, everything is super important when it comes to every game. But, no. you know, you, when you have a no. kid. No way. He's, oh, not that, he's not dedicated enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, that's it's Patricia's call. Yeah. Just because he has I mean, a kid. That's Patricia's that call. Patricia could have told him to come in. So, Dad, are you yeah, saying well, that you're, you're anti-Patricia now? Kids are soft these days. Did you just say you hate Patricia? I, I've had a baby. I need time off. Come on. <laughs> I mean, like, there's probably family around that can help out and stuff like that, too. You know, change diapers while the wife recovers and Yikes. stuff. And he gets to go home at night and he can see the kid and stuff. It's ridiculous. You know. Yeah. Rud Dog, when, Rud Dog, when you were born, your dad was playing beer league softball. He well, I did. Well, I'm sorry. Thanks. Thanks, Pops. I mean... <laughs> Well, you know, come on. It's dedication, you know. Come on. God, well, literally dedication. To, to date paternity leave on the yeah. That's pretty much why I'm still Alliance man, I guess. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was taught true dedication. That's right. Don't you forget From it. From pre-birth. Yeah. Yeah, All let's right. do that. Let's get to a real time. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, Matt. Matt Patricia's ready to call in now. Really? Uh, all right, yeah, all right, Matty. Right I got the oh. buzzer. Uh, so hold on one moment. Let me let me just connect them here. Um, coach, coach Patricia. Um, how's it going today? Hey, blue Kool Aid drinkers. What's hey, on? coach. Hi, coach. Um, hey, coach. so you guys, I told him uh, the floor is his right now, and you're free to ask him whatever questions you want. So all right. go ahead and try to stump him today. How uh, many pencils do you have? Oh wow! Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I keep a whole box full. I don't, I haven't really counted them. I know I have some from the Super Bowls and stuff like that. I keep them nice and sharp all the time. So sometimes I, they're, I, I don't know, I have half full pencils. I have all kind of pencils. One of those hand turn ones. Oh, you... this is one of my, this is one of my favorite questions to ask, and I'm glad yeah. you asked it. <laughs> uh, I am a big traditional pencil <laughs> sharpener guy. You know, like Ooh. grade school with the turn wheel. Yeah, I'm a turn. I'm a turn wheel kind nice. of pencil sharpener guy for sure, no doubt. That's cool. Hey, hey, chief, uh, why didn't you throw the red flag a quarter mile like you did that? Other yeah. Day? Well, you know, why why the short throw this time? I respect Coach McCarthy, and I wanted to show him up at the game. I he threw the challenge flag earlier on the punt, and he threw it like a weak ass little kid, and I didn't want to um you know embarrass <laughs> him out there. <laughs> oh, why not? I respect that we, coach. We're, respect we're, no, we're we're a coaching community. Um, we're all coaches out there, and I, I don't want to show them up. I didn't think it was right. Wow, that's really weird. That wow, you do that, coach. Your voice like changed there for a second. Yeah, it's been a long. It's been a long week. I don't leave the office much, so my voice is like cracking a little bit from time to time. So, so coach, is okay. Jim Bob on a short leash or what? I mean, what's the deal with him? Jim Bob. No, we love we love Jim Bob. Jim Bob. Yeah. Jim Bob is leading this offense. I mean, look at the results. We win the game. It's all about wins. We huh. game plan to do certain things, and uh, we game plan yeah. to win. And that's the most important thing. Did we win the game? Yes. Next question. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, Coach, you said you were blessed oh. to have Matthew Stafford as your quarterback. I feel as a fan the same way. But I mean, can you elaborate on Matt that? Matt Stafford, the, the, the fact that Bob Quinn has allowed me to come into this situation – is more is 
is worth more than any pencil I own, and that's really saying something <laughs> to me. I love him more than my son, I love him more than my wife. I see them twice a week, but I get to see Matt Stafford seven days a week, and I'm thankful every day for that. Well, well, you know, I got to go, guys. Um, it's been really nice talking to you, and we'll see you next week. No, no, wow. I don't go. Why you got to go? Chief, come on, Coach. Oh, no, sorry, Coach, I Coach. Have Coach. I'm Coach. sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. Coach. Let's ask him about Ziggy's status. Yeah, what about Ziggy? Big Z, why aren't you I don't think back? we would have got it out Check the report. Anyways. Oh. Check the report. Yeah. We've released the report. Check, 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 check the report. Big okay. Z, why don't you ever ask questions, Coach? I, you guys do such a good job. Uh, I, no, in the past I've asked him all the questions. Today I'll, I'll let you guys handle the duties. So. Yeah, oh, boy. All right. Well, Thanks for coming story. on, right. Coach. We appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe that's why we have 100 listeners. Love you, Matt. Matt Patricia is sharing this with his closest friends. Yeah, he's a good guy. (laughs) I like the coach. I'd like Um, to pet his beard. But having said that, I mean, I I really like Matt Patricia at the beginning of the year. He said he takes this one month at a time. September's one thing. October's another. November's another. December's another. And maybe that's what we're seeing here. The Lions getting better each month of the season. Even if that meant losing to some bad teams and such, but I really feel, um, I, I really feel like we're going into something here, good. And yeah, that's kind of what what the Patriots did as well. Um, they start off slowly and then they end up dominating everybody down the stretch. And maybe that goes back to the running and the conditioning and everything else. Yeah, yeah. I gotta say, the Patriots are making our win against them look really good after their last few performances. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So hope they keep it up. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right, Z. Uh, I think we're going to be get better and better as the season goes on. But I think by the end of the season, we're going to be a team to be reckoned with. I'm telling you. So, yeah, I think we're going to need to get better. Um, but what I've liked with the way our wins have gone, they've been team wins. Like this this week, uh, we had help from the special teams and the defense. I mean, the defense gave up a lot of yards, but they did that bend don't break thing. They didn't give up a ton of points and the offense did enough in the red zone. So got to keep it that whole team The important thing is going. that we got to keep playing top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. Let's just get, <laughs> let's just keep bringing yeah, those right. guys in. Stop with all these like other yeah. lesser teams with like run Good games point. and stuff. Come on. Get them so the Lions here. lost to a rookie quarterback making his debut. They lost to Dak Prescott who is having one of the, one of the worst seasons He's of terrible. any quarterback in the NFL this year. Yeah. And then Jimmy Garoppolo, um, which is a decent loss, but, I mean, he was nothing special in that game by any means. No, that was a horrible loss. What do you think um, about this next game? So, I mean, we'll get into next next week's game um, next week. I think that would be best. Okay. Um, I just want to get – so a quick roundup. The Divisional recap. Bears are on a bye. So we already picked up a half game on them pretty much by getting the win. And then the Vikings snuck out a win in Philadelphia, 23-21. to So the Vikings are not going to go away. Um, the Lions will be there in three weeks um, in Minnesota. Uh, so this weekend, the Vikings, Bears, and Packers are all in action. And I just, as a final note on this podcast this week um just what will you guys be looking for this weekend are you guys going to be watching the vikings the packers and the bears are you going to be out going to the pumpkin patch because the lions aren't playing what are you going to be doing this week 
are looking for? Probably drinking <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, drinking some blue Kool-Aid. You ever, you ever blue Kool-Aid, but then you pour a little, like, whiskey in it? It's really <laughs> good, man. I'm telling you. And, like, in the what morning, you first you put the blue Kool-Aid in with your coffee, the spiked blue Kool-Aid, and then you just throw it with your coffee. But then, like, in the afternoon, just the blue Kool-Aid with it. And you just do that all day and put it, like, in a in a – cup so you don't know what it is really yeah everyone doesn't know what you're drinking but you really just drink a blue kool-aid that's like spiked yeah uj, UJ no doesn't have drinking is is really good hobby that i'm good at it well you know i'm pretty good at it. expert so, level yeah um well, so uh, just you know. a quick look forward to this weekend the bears three and a half point favorites on the road at miami where we'll be going next week um, the Cardinals are ten and a half point underdogs at, in Minnesota, well, and then Green Bay will be hosting the Forty ers without Jimmy G in Green Bay. Well, and the Packers are nine and a half point favorites in that game. So only all, nine and a half. Yeah, the entire NFC North is favored this week. So you would expect the Lions not to get too much help this week, but you never know. This is the NFL, and crazy things happen. Somehow the Buffalo Bills have two wins this year. I'm still trying to figure that one out. Yeah. One against the Vikings. I, I have a feeling Smack the Bears. The Bears. Yeah, that's right. I think the Bears could be in for a letdown this week. I just have a funny feeling, but yeah. I think one of those three teams loses. I don't know which one. Yeah, I'm, yeah, thinking, I'll, the, I'll I'm thinking the Bears. I, I think they're ripe for a, a letdown. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we can get our victory um, uh, discussion out today. Um, it's always nice when the Lions have a victory. It makes my entire week better. Um, I'm, it puts me in a better mood. My efficiency at work goes up at least 40%. So, especially wow. in a mon- especially in a Monday, I'm just yeah. happy to type emails that day. <laughs> You're a really bad yeah. worker most of the time, aren't you? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, now, hey, now. Um, hey. <laughs> all right, well, I just want to... Thank everybody for coming on the podcast this week. We'll be back next week. We take no breaks. The Lions can get a bye week, but we won't be not getting a bye week. Um, we're always working hard. That's right. It's a tough job drinking the cooler. It's, it's tough. It's Damn tough. Straight. Get... <laughs> yeah, it is. It's tough, but it is. It goes down so so well, especially on yeah. Sundays if you put. So we just, we we just keep trying to get a little better every day. You know, that's what we do. Just every day, try to get a little better. You know, exactly. That's right. So, yeah, if, if you need a. If you need to fix, watch that video out there with the top. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Yeah, that's oh, yes. This is a nice. That's, a, that's, that's the best one I've seen of his yet. They always come in like these weird little like canned shops. Like, you don't see the whole runs. It's nice. Yeah, that, that was a good compilation there. Yes. Yeah. All right. Like well, it. thank you, everybody, for listening. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast. Whoop, whoop. And as always, go Lions. Go Lions. We're down the field. 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 A charging field. field. And when the blue, blue and silver waves and edges are bright, go hard in the game. With a radio down the field and gain a Lions victory.
Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.